cannabis topics in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Dime. I'm Brian Fields. With me, as always, is Kellen Finney. And this week, we've got a very special duo. The House of Puff team, Christina lopez Aduchi and Holly Hager. Ladies, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? Great. Thanks for having us. Having me again. I think it's really important that we give a quick synopsis, really, what House of Puff was. And then I think it would be great, Christina, if you could take us back to like the origin of how you and Holly met and kind of how the brain trust was formed and how we kind of got started. Yeah. So House of Puff has been around since I really like to say 2019 or 2020 when Holly came on full time, but it all started. I was a late consumer to the to, to cannabis consumption and Holly and I had both uh, backgrounds in the art. We had art businesses prior to this. And when I went to go consume for the first time, Obviously, I love the way it made me feel, but I didn't feel like the products were for me or marketed towards women like myself. Um, They were confusing, hard to use, and quite frankly, sort of ugly. Uh, So I decided to go through my Rolodex of artists that I had interviewed over the years uh, to come up with an MVP. So at the time, it was our beautiful one-hitter pipe, which is still our hero product to this day. Rolling papers, a beautiful candle that we made uh, with Joya out in Brooklyn. And it sold out pretty quickly. And so Holly and I had met at Art Basel years ago. She's a phenomenal writer. And so after after working with her um, at my magazine, uh, it was just such a, we formed such a beautiful friendship and working relationship. And I, you know, at the time, I guess I was putting some, my rolling tray up on Instagram. And this was right around the time where I was getting ready to sell the magazine. And so I was meeting with Holly. Holly sort of saw that I posted this on Instagram, didn't really know I was a cannabis consumer, And so we met and I was pitching the art magazine, but lo and behold, Holly was not interested in the art magazine. She was interested in what I was doing with House of Puff because we had never told each other about our cannabis consumption. And and that's sort of where the love affair began. Are there any videos that you thought would smash and didn't? (laughs) Yes, (laughs) I think our... Our our gummy video did really well. People love that. I I I think the can of butter was maybe not as successful. Yeah, we, we thought that would do better. Our product reviews haven't done as well as we yeah. hoped they would. But I I think that probably has to do with it being you know they're largely they're only in one state siloed market the products. So that's of course that means that there's a smaller viewership for them. Yeah, it's it's a complicated battle, right? Internally, you're like, oh, this would be a fun product to review, but then you you post it on YouTube and maybe it doesn't deliver. But then on the flip side, I'm sure there's a few videos where you put them up and you're like, maybe one of you is like, I don't really know, Holly, if this is it. On the flip side, it absolutely explodes. Christina, did you have one of those where you're like, I don't know if this topic's for me, but it absolutely just exploded? 
Yeah, uh, we did one about cannabis like strains. And I was like, ah, you know, this might be a little because we really like to keep it high level and like sort of beginner. And so, you know, I wasn't sure. No, it wasn't strains. It was like the different types of like rosin versus shatter versus and like I'm I don't dab. I don't know how to dab. And I was like, how many people are actually going to and lo and behold, a lot of people, A, don't know the difference and B, are very interested into, you know, they've done the joints, they've done the vapes, they've done the edibles. Now they're ready to, I, I look at all like those, you know, hash, liquid diamonds, all that as like sort of the next level. Um, and I didn't think our audience was ready for that type of education, but apparently they were. How exciting is it now to, to have been on that journey for so long and to be ready to release, you know, the product and to know that is one that delivers on all the different assets that you want in to bring it to the market with the audience as probably craving the product that suits kind of the brand and everything behind it. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, to enter into the adult use market in in the state of New York, our, our state is really exciting. And we're really excited about filling a gap in the sector. I don't know many sublingual sprays out there in New York, I think maybe two or three. Um, so to offer our consumers uh, a subtle way to get, you know, to experience this product and enjoy their high in any social setting. I mean, that's what House of Puff stands for, right? So we don't really like to call ourselves a cannabis brand because that's not how we live our lives. Like when somebody calls me a canna mom, I'm like, no, I'm not a canna mom. I'm a mom who consumes cannabis. So this spray is sort of an ode to, you know, lux consumption. Like we want this, you know, whether you're at a concert, whether you're at the park. So it's about living your life the way you live it and having a discrete product where you can enjoy your high anywhere. That to us is why we built House of Puff in the first place. Yeah, exactly. And the, the packaging and like how the whole display is aesthetically so pleasing. And so how much did your guys' art background influence that packaging? And and was it longer from a design perspective to come up with the packaging or the formulation? I will answer the packaging <laughs> and I'll let Holly take the formulation. We are lucky, very, very lucky that we have an incredible team of artists and creative directors. Of course, Holly and I had the final say on all of the packaging. And yes, um, our art backgrounds definitely inform our design decisions. But, you know, our, one of our senior advisors, Kyle Mahan, who's, you know, worked for F1 and Amex, you know, helped us with the packaging. Billy Richards uh, from Skyscraper Creative helped us with, you know, the naming and the feeling, you know, when you open it up, it's mimics like a Patron bottle. I don't, you know, if you ever got a Patron, or it's wrapped in this beautiful tissue paper, right? Because packaging experience is very important to us. And so giving credit where credit is due, we really do have some fantastic, our CMO, Amy Dennison, we really do have some fantastic creative minds. Uh, but the packaging was just as important as the formulation because that's just what we've always done is, is good, is in a good packaging experience. I love it. We're going to introduce a new segment of the show now called Who's Partner or which partner am I? Who is more likely to text late at night or earlier in the morning about a new idea? That would be Christina. <laughs> that would be me. I call them my ideas. Who is more likely to want to do a video clip over again? Holly. Absolutely. <laughs> Who is obsessed over analytics and comments? 
for the performance of the content. Holly Joy Hager. <laughs> Don't be telling my middle name. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> Who is more likely to push the boundaries of the edges of the content or products in the future? Ooh, probably me. She's a real follower. Yeah. I'm a compliance nerd. She's a compliance nerd. What is one aspect of working with Christina Holly that we don't know about? She seems like she's so, you know, easy breezy. This woman is on point every minute of the day. It's it's difficult to keep up with her. Christina, same question. One thing that most people don't know, she is very thoughtful and compassionate and does not need the accolades from the outside world. Like there are things that she'll tell me months later that she did, like spending time with, you know, old interns or, you know, helping paying somebody out of her own pocket because they need help and helping us with, you know, putting, you know, postcards together. She's so giving, um, but she doesn't shout it from the mountaintops like she should. Um, and she's probably one of the most giving people I know. So most people don't know that. her. <laughs> Three people, dead or alive, spritz session. Okay. Neil deGrasse Tyson, because I always say him. You can't include each other. Gertrude Stein. Mm. I'd chill with her in Paris spritzing. That's a good one. And Michelle Obama. <laughs> oh, that'd be a fun one. Said that like with a question mark at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Obama. There it is. There you go. That's Holly? a great one. I think it would be somebody like Helen Frankenthaler, who was an amazing female artist, one of the abstract expressionists. And and I would love to hear her tell stories. Um, Jackie O, because I'd like to talk gossip and fashion with her. Uh, let me think of somebody else. Who else for the spritz? Stephen Colbert. So for those who want to find the product, they're interested in learning more and they want to watch your YouTube channel. Where can they find you? Well, we are going live on February 1st. So we the first uh, few dispensaries will be Union Square Travel Agency, Herbal IQ, Gotham, uh, and then, of course, Etain um, opening by the end of February in White Plains. Of course, we will update everybody as more dispensaries come online. So you can follow us on Instagram uh, at the House of Puff. And then our YouTube channel is at home with House of Puff. We'll have a blog post that we'll be constantly updating with dispensaries that go live. So so we'll we'll be sending that out. And and yeah, we'd love to hear from your audience. And so yeah, just shoot us a note and and tell us what you think. Awesome. We'll link it on the show notes. Congratulations again, guys, and thanks for taking the time. Thank, Thank you. you. Guys are the Thank best. You. Guys, if you've enjoyed this podcast over the last few years, can you please take three minutes or less and leave us a quick review on Apple or Spotify? All reviews make a massive difference for us and help other people like you find this podcast. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news 
and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.